Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos For here come the dreamers Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets Butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos Let us get to it and do it upright Welcome the dreamers with all Welcome to Dream Farm Radio my name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New Hampshire fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. Today we'll welcome fantastic, independent, eclectic jazz musicians to play live music for us, share their recordings, and talk about what inspires them. We'll touch their dreams as we open our ears and our hearts, listening intently to the fresh jazz expressions they unleash. And you never know, Dream Farm Radio just might inspire you to fulfill a creative passion or two of your very own. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been having so much fun in my barn today because I've got Bertram Lehman with me again, and we are continuing our world percussion exploration, right? Well, one of the joys of being me is having this farm called Dream Farm where I get to have, I mean, the most amazing musicians cross these thresholds, come into my barn and play terrific music. And Bertram has come with a number of groups uh, because he's a fine jazz drummer and percussionist. And wow, the sounds that I've heard you create just intrigued me. And I thought, Bertram, why don't we just have you here to bring all of your toys, all of your rhythmic instruments and see what we could do. Exactly. What kind of trouble could we get ourselves into? I don't know. Yeah. Well, Bertram is uh, really a guy who has uh, capitalized on this world thing, right? You're an ethnomusicologist, which means what? Well, I've studied a little bit uh, what music means to different cultures. And uh, my interest as percussionist, of course, has been in percussive cultures, such as Africa and uh, also the Caribbean. And uh, some of my work around town and in the area and beyond has, has centered on that. And uh, the, the, the studies of ethnomusicology have helped me in appreciating that. Ethno, diverse. peoples, cultures, yeah. yes. and then musicness, musicology, right? Exactly. The peopleness of musicness. <laughs> <laughs> Could you say that? 
Now you said there are percussive cultures, and but are there non-percussive cultures? Does is there a no? Well, very little, one could say. I mean, uh, even uh, cultures, let's say, such as where well, percussion wouldn't come to your mind first of like Japan, China. You know, they have uh, in Chinese opera. Um, there are, which we'll hear, I think, today, uh, a lot of uh, gongs. The mm -hmm. the woodblocks uh, that now called uh, are called woodblocks are actually also go by the name Chinese temple blocks. And um, uh, in Japan, they have the percussion music called gagaku, which is only percussion music. Well, the original so, Lady Gaga. Yeah, so, cool. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we get off on that, I want you to tell us about this project. You played on a, a project with a guy named uh, Peter Jansen? Jansen, yeah, Peter yes. Jansen. and fabulous guitarist, and yeah. you added in all these percussion sounds that took his music in a different direction. Yeah. We played a little bit of, of his work last time, but now I want to hear one more piece today and, and have you explain this instrument that you performed on his music with. Yeah, this is uh, an instrument that uh, you have to kind of strain a little bit in what you're going to hear. It's, a, uh, it's called an udu drum, and um, it will be in the rhythm that I'm going to be playing there featured among other hand percussion, but I want to show you the sound. Maybe you can pick it out later on. Yeah, yeah. So it has a nice bass, kind of a thuddy kind of a tone. This is a clay drum, by the way, clay drum. Udu drums come from Nigeria, from the Igbo people. So it has resonance, mm -hmm. a tabla-esque high pitch, and if you... I'm, I'm hitting the uh, open hole with my palm of my hand and uh, create this these two different... Uh, well, uh, here comes this sound out of, you know, India and, and so forth that's used in, in various percussive cultures. And this guitarist, who could be considered folk or even slightly jazzy or new age, yeah. is, is uh, weaving his music together with yours on this fascinating song, which yeah. is called, I believe... Um, Mantra for Mika. Mantra for Mika. I'm, I'm wondering if we could hear that and try to pick out the Udu. Thank you. 
You've just heard Mantra for Mika featuring the percussion of Bertrand Lehman and the guitar of Peter Jansen, right? Um, boy, you really did take that in a different direction, I think. Yeah. What he in- imagined. Well, um, you know, P- Peter's music really wants to uh, be uh, supported in a very uh, sensitive way by sensitive textures. And, and so even the hand percussion I was playing, um, which are African drums, they were also always utilized with the idea in mind to be subtle. Uh, not to overpower his 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 guitar playing in the contemplative mood of this piece. This might sound like a silly question, but isn't all percussion hand percussion? I mean, what what what's hand percussion? Yeah, that's a very interesting uh, topic. Um, in the um, strict sense of the word, hand percussion would apply only to instruments that are played with your bare hands, um, such as congos or certain African mm-hmm. drums. Uh, tablas from India would fall under that same... As opposed to sticks or something. Yeah, as opposed to sticks. And the term percussion, of course, is the sort of uh, uh, overall category, which uh, in that sense actually gets used more in, in orchestral classical percussion. Um, and then some of the instruments that we have, such as uh, bells and chimes, sometimes fall under effects. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a tricky sort of uh, categorization, but um, in generally, you know, hand percussion is something that I would say is something that is uh, played not with sticks. You strike it with your hands. Yeah, try, try it with your hands, um, and um, that would probably be the best. Wow. Uh, well, you've picked up things from all over the world. You've toured in um, Spain, Ghana, Ecuador, Mexico, India, Israel, Russia, yeah. and New Hampshire. Yes. Right? Up here with sleigh bells, I guess, from New Hampshire that yeah. you have to add to your collection. Yes, they're coming on for the Christmas season every year. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, we can't wait to hear more of what you're going to do because we have some live improv of hand percussion and so lots of effects in our next segment coming up with Don Davis. And so let's take a short break. My name is Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Radio.
This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. 
Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing and the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Well, everyone, you are listening to Dream Farm Cafe. I'm Julie Lavender, your host, and I've got Bertram Lehman here with me for a second show on uh, world percussion. We covered certain instruments last time, but we could not cover as many as you brought here. So we thought, well, let's just keep going. Let's keep exactly. talking. Plus, we have an incredible uh, sax, flute, clarinet player here, my friend Don Davis, who um, anywhere Don goes and anybody I have here, he's always played with somebody they've played with. So Don's, <laughs> Don's done something with everybody. Just like Bertram, you've played with incredible people in Boston, right? Yeah, I've been uh, around the scene for a good 15 years um, actually, no, 20 years at this point, I have to say, playing world music. Uh, one, one of my feature groups is Natraj, which is an Indian-based group that uh, fuses Indian and also African music with, uh, with jazz. And uh, that group goes way back. And town. you played with Luciana Souza? Yeah, Luciana Souza was uh, another uh, great experience uh, years ago when she was here in town, um, great Brazilian uh, vocalist and composer. And um, also I've worked with some Cuban musicians, uh, some really uh, virtuoso piano players uh, playing Cuban jazz uh, on drum set. But the, the hand percussion thing that we're doing today is sort of something that came up more in, I should say, the last decade or so, really as a you know, featured uh, element of my Because you started playing. out as a jazz drummer, and you certainly play a lot of jazz gigs. In fact, after hauling the, all this stuff in here, you said to me, I dream about those jazz gigs now where I can bring a small set. Like and bass, drum, snare, drum, hi-head, <laughs> cymbal, and that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah but Here you are surrounded by this plethora of percussion, so we better get you ripping it up now. Exactly. And playing yeah. <laughs> and talking about um, wood versus skins. What's that all about? Well, um, one of the things that's interesting about percussion is, you know, uh, drums are drums, and usually they have skins, natural, hide, um, but uh, there are all kinds of drums that are not made out of out of uh, skin. Uh, for instance, out of wood. Uh, earlier, we heard a clay drum, um, which is basically a clay vessel. Um, there are instruments that are made out of wood, and uh, in an upcoming improvisation, we will hear a little um, a drum called a, a slit drum and um, a wood log drum. And uh, another interesting thing about uh, music uh, from the from around the world, and particularly Africa, is the idea of cycles and ostinados. Um, what does that mean? Well, um, ostinado is a repeating melodic or rhythmic figure, and in a lot of African cultures you have very uh, sort of short cycles, and uh, they're being played and varied slightly. Is that another repeating pattern, a cycle? Yes. Um, um, and um, one instrument that people uh, probably have heard about is called the kalimba. I have a, just a little sample here. The thumb piano, it's also called, isn't it? Exactly. This one is uh, tuned to, uh, to, I think, D major. It's not a very African scale. <laughs> but the idea is having short cycles that repeat. And that comes all the way, goes back to the pygmies, actually. The pygmy people in, in Central Africa 
that um, use these kind of instruments, but they have really spread all over Africa. And um, a drum that is related and also used by those folks um, is, is this uh, wooden log drum. And uh, this is basically uh, a drum out of wood that has uh, similar kind of wooden tongues, just like the kalimba has little metal strips to Tines. pluck. These has some um, wooden uh, uh, carvings that make uh, each has a different pitch. In a, in a sort of layout that is not like a keyboard, like a piano, um, but each drum has its own shape. And uh, those drums were used uh, to communicate also. You can, th through rhythmic patterns and also simple pitch structures, you can communicate uh, uh, through that. And um, uh, it's pretty much, yeah, the, the, the precursor to the telephone. <laughs> yes, that's what we talked about last time. Now, there's also an instrument that's becoming very popular now, the cajone. Yeah, the cajon is an instrument that cajon. comes um, uh, to us uh, or comes to the world's attention, I should say, uh, from the Caribbean. Um, originally in the Caribbean, in places like Havana, Cuba, or in Peru, the slaves could not play their drums in public. The African drums are recreations of those. Um, last, uh, uh, last week we talked about, uh, about the bongo drums. Um, so the, the slaves, especially in the docks, uh, uh, were using any crate they could kind of find on big, uh, you know, uh, large crates for cod, small for um, uh, uh, cigars, and they replaced the drums. And this instrument was brought to Spain later on, uh, uh, reimported to Europe by uh, Paco de Lucia, and is now being featured in flamenco music. Yes, I heard some in Barcelona a few weeks ago. It was very yeah. exciting to hear that. And uh, so in this wood theme, yeah. Uh, pick an instrument that you'd like to do an improv with with Don. What would you like to do to to uh, demonstrate the sound of wood percussion in an in a improvisational? Uh, I think setting? the 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 wood log drum would be great, and uh, it can really will will be working with the melodic uh, characteristics of this drum. And the saxophone. So Don Davis on saxophone, Bertram Lehman on the log drum. Yeah. And they're going to improv for us right now.
Well, you just heard really an interesting improvisation done here live at the barn with Bertram Lehman on the log drum, which is melodic, wasn't it? Yeah, Bertram. instead of nine pitches in that case. Wow, nine pitches. And how many pitches did you have, Mr. Davis? <laughs> countless, I think, <laughs> countless. Including the overtones? Yes, including the overtones. I thought you played in a band called the Overtones. You've played with everybody else. Anyway, that's what's fun about being me is I get to have all these great musicians blow in and blow out, literally. So um, now, speaking of blowing, I, you wanted to feature some gongs. Tell yeah. us about gongs. Well, um, as in the... Well, the gongs have nothing to do with blowing, but... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse yeah, me. Nice but Don anyways. is going to do that. Don's yeah. going to blow when you play in a few minutes. Um, well, um, as in much of the music we've been featuring, um, and we've talked about that, the contemplative element, the textual element, is, is one of the main ingredients. And I personally try to combine both the more rhythmical things like the hand percussion from Africa or the, or the cajon or the, the log drum we just heard, with textural sounds. And it's always difficult to come across nice textual sounds. But of course, there is a precedent in the world and in Asia where gongs uh, come from fundamentally. Um, they have been around for thousands of years. And um, so it's a little bit of a, you know, it's some work to collect gongs. They don't uh, sort of, uh, you can't find them at Walgreens or anywhere else. <laughs> so you kind of have to keep your eyes open and just, um, Whenever there's a chance, get some. Um, they also don't come pre-tuned perfectly, um, so it's a little bit of a hit or miss kind of a thing. Um, but over the last few years, I've tried to uh, collect a few. My mother brought a few from China on trips in the past. And so is the idea that you could get a gong or a series of gongs, but if you put them all together, they're not useful because they don't—they're not tuned to the same. Yeah, I mean they—they they, they, or, or well, either they're not in—they're either not in tune, sort of. They won't match a piano uh, uh, only by sure coincidence sometimes. Or they won't create sort of a harmoniously uh, meaningful uh, chord, let's say. You know, you cannot expect to really have a chromatic set of gongs mm -hmm. unless you pay a lot of money for that. That that can be obtained. But, but it's, somehow it you manage to cobble together a set you like? Yes, I, I cobbled a set and I can assemble them, you know, based on certain sort of, um, yeah, tonic, tonic, uh, whatever. I mean, it could be something that works well with a certain tune, but I have, I have to know in advance what it's going to be. The keys? Yes. Uh, wow. in this, in In what we're going to do in a second... Um, the gongs are setting the stage for for Don to to play over. So he has to play in tune yeah, with you. Yeah, he has to you. play with me. Yeah, and but uh, these song gongs I have here have about uh, half a dozen or so. Let's and hear. They all have some particular pitches, and I think they go very well together. So let me showcase mm -hmm. what we have here. So this is a combination of different types of gongs. The first one we heard, um, that one, is a wind gong. It sounds like the wind, doesn't right. have a definite pitch. On the contrary, for instance, uh, this very small one right here, which is a Thai gong, it has a little sort of uh, raised center. Mm -hmm. um, they have a much more de definite pitch. And um, here's another one that has no raised center. This is a Chinese one. If they're totally flat, do they have less of a, of a, a the sound of a note yeah, and more then, of a then sound they have of an more, effect? Yeah, more, more, more pang, more, 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 more noise, pretty okay. much, you know. And um, the thing is, um, for instance, one thing I've discovered, uh, carrying these kind of gongs, of course, you know, it's 
the, the way. It turns out for melodic use and the, what I actually envision, the smaller ones are better. Hmm. In other words, the big symphonic gongs that an orchestra might have, 80 inches, whatever, are not really that useful for what I would They're more like climactic, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they really only add sort of, you know, a noise literally you know, to, the, to the mix, um, and that's great. Um, but these smaller ones are much more useful uh, and versatile because they can be combined in endless combinations uh, and um, really quite quickly can be made to fit a, a setting once I kind of get mm -hmm. a general sense of w you know, wh what the tonality is that I'm in. Um, so, so these gongs also um, can be played differently, a little non-traditional. I could play them with sticks. Other kind of mallets, a little mm -hmm. different. Different. They can be played in different places. Center. Ah, I see. Two different sounds yeah, out of the same on gong. The edge. Well, what are you going to? Are you just going to use these with Don? Yeah, I will just use those, and okay. um, and we'll see what we well, can. Well, since Don is a wind player and he's going to play the contra alto saxophone, which is very low. And um, so, since it's a wind instrument, I wanted to call this improv gong with the wind. Is that all right with you guys? <laughs> Perfect. Okay, let's hear it. Well, folks, you just heard two jazz musicians gone wild with with uh, sounds and ideas outside the box. Bertram Lehman had been playing gongs, and my friend Don Davis was on the contra alto clarinet, not the saxophone. But wow, what a deep-barreled, sound-producing monster that thing is. It's awesome. 
and it was uh, <laughs> it was really cool to hear you guys kind of go off into the nether worlds with that music. Well, we are going to take a break, but I wanted to remind you that we are going to come back and hear more music by Bertram Lehman. Actually, the percussion that he adds to other musicians' work. So I'm excited to feature that. You are right now listening to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Just as bad Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently 
and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Radio. And my guest today is Bertram Lehman for part two of the world percussion journey that we've been on. And we did some improv in the last show we did together. I got to sing with you, and you added some spicy goodness to my vocals. In this segment, uh, I'm going to hear a recording uh, of a collaboration you did with a singer named Michelle Malote, I believe is how you pronounce it. And she did this great uh, version of a Bobby McFerrin tune called Mere Words, with just mostly percussion, vocal, and bass to start with. Yeah, that's correct. It's just uh, the three of us. And uh, uh, it's actually one of the probably first... uh, projects that I really used the setup that I'm currently playing a lot which which features uh, the uh, sort of combination of pan-African drums we already heard earlier uh, and in the last uh, show and also but you should play them again for yeah us. I will play them again uh, and but this song also prominently featured is the cajon we talked about that earlier when we talked about wood mm-hmm. so this tune sort of from a percussive standpoint is wooden skins um, and uh, maybe um, just uh, to give your listeners an idea about the cajon, what it sounds like. I mentioned earlier that it, it's a box uh, that you sit on. It's very yeah, popular. It's just a box Kids you sit are on. playing it a lot. Today. And uh, it, yeah, you don't have to bring any drum thrown anymore. You know, everything is in there, and uh, you can stuff your clothes in there if you travel. <laughs> it's very simple. And um, the cajon basically also, like all your drums that we have listened so far, basically has a high and a low sort of sonic dichotomy. Stratification. <laughs> Sonic dichotomy. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's, that's, uh, I feel smarter that's already. Musicology right there for you. <laughs> and um, so the low sound is this. And the high sound sounds like this. On the edges. So let me play a little bit on, on this drum. If you're wondering what this uh, sound is that uh, sounds kind of buzzing, this is uh, actually done, uh, produced by snares inside the box. This is intentional. And that's the addition that uh, was made to, the, to this kind of instrument when it was adopted in the flamenco tradition in, mm. in Spain, mm-hmm. uh, in the, I guess in the 1970s. And this drum uh, at this point has also been really sort of uh, gone mainstream, you could say. Um, it's available at a retailer near you. And one <laughs> of the things that makes it very interesting is the fact that it doesn't, f- that it, it works like a, a little drum set, sort of an uh, unplugged drum set, b- where you have a bass drum sound and a snare drum sound. So right. a lot of musicians work on this uh, when they do want to play an acoustic setting and the yeah. tune that we're going to listen to features this as well but you also just give us a quick sound of the pan african yeah. drums that you yeah can. it's a gem again that's the skin sound right yeah, the skin with the wood I'm combining a djembe with a conga and a senegalese bar drum and all of that can go together with the with the cajon nice Well, this lucky singer gets to sing uh, fantastically delightful vocals over this percussion and drums. And so I want to hear what you did with Michelle Malote for Mere Words. 
Lucky, lucky lady, Michelle got to have that uh, recording with you. Last show, you and I played something live, but I'm thrilled to hear what you were doing with a, with a, a singer in this show. Yeah, this was a lot of fun recording that it's particular wonderful. track because it, it also featured our good friend Fernando Aragon on bass. Yes. 
who uh, really, uh, you know, is indispensable in these We're all doing a concert together soon, Don Davis and Fernando and you and me soon in Boston. I'm yeah. excited. It's going to be cool. You're going to do a percussion feature for that concert to weave together two songs in different meters, and so I cannot wait to see and to hear what you do. Sure enough. Yeah. Well, let's end the show with a, with a visit back to a project you talked to us about before. It's very interesting. Um, and we're going to end with this sort of more contemplative thing, again, with this atmospheric percussion you have to share with us. Yes. I mean, this is a project um, that I uh, recently did, uh, actually a year ago, uh, recorded with a friend of mine from Germany, a piano player. Uh, his music, all these crazy titles, um, are in German with a number. Very weird. Um, mm -hmm. um, but the idea is to play very atmospheric and very um, sparse music. And in this particular last track, um, it's just the two of us. Um, piano and I'm playing an instrument which again once again harkens back to the melodic side of percussion uh, like we listened to earlier the uh, the log drum mm -hmm. it's an instrument called the marimbula not marimba but marimbula um, it's basically a large kalimba a large thumb piano it's, it fuses the thumb piano in fact with the cajon mm -hmm. um, you can sit on it and um, this particular instrument um, creates again loops ostinatos that um, become a melodic thematic element. And in this particular track, I think what has worked very well um, is, is the, the combination of the sound of the piano uh, over this sloping uh, marimbula uh, pattern that I uh, came up with in response to what my friend uh, Wolfgang Trockler, by the way, had composed um, as part of his, his, his song. Well, folks, I hope you'll take this opportunity to decelerate, to slow down, to de-stimulate, to just enjoy this music as we begin to dial down the show and bring it to a close. This is Bertram Lehman playing the marimbula and Wolfgang who? Tockler. Tockler. Yeah. And this is called Luftjahre 12. Luftjahre 12.
that's lovely and we've been enjoying percussion in so many different forms so many different aspects of world culture here at dream farm in new hampshire wow and we're going to end our show with a little kind of percussion groove as we go out it's been a thrill having bertram layman here exploring world percussion uh, along with don davis on saxophone and gosh clarinet what a treat if you want to know more about bertram layman you're going to have to know how to spell his name b-e-r-t-r-a-m l-e-h-m-a-n-n he's a professor at berkeley college of music bertram layman look him up check out his music and come back to the farm next time we'll have exciting music fresh jazz expressions that's what dream farm radio is all about touching dreams unleashing fresh jazz expressions i'm julie lavender it's been so much fun to be with you today thanks for listening Photos of the farm, show information, or to learn about becoming a sponsor, visit dreamfarmradio.com where you can sign up to receive free weekly episodes of our program. Dream Farm Radio is produced by Don Richardson at mlcrecording.com. Thanks for listening. Every dreamer needs someone who touch their dreams.